Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome to another Bored to Death Ramblecast, where we will ramble at length about uh, various topics, although the topics in question are going to be related to shared universes, and it, whether that's movies or TV shows and other assorted uh, genre or uh, mediums. I am Jay Winger, being joined by... Chris. Z. Sam. And... This is going to be a big one because we've got four different people <laughs> on it. Um, so we might need to split this into like two different videos. Uh, two different, two different uh, ramble casts, yeah. yeah. Part um, one, part two, maybe part three. Who knows? <laughs> depends, on how, depends on how long this uh, ends up going. Um, I specifically wanted to wait until we had all four of us here because I know Chris you know, can talk about this stuff at length. I know, Sam, you've got your own opinions on this and can also talk about it at length, but I wanted to make sure you were here, Zeke, because I know we're going, we're going to end up discussing like MCU versus DC, and... Just go ahead and say it. I'm the black sheep. I like DC. Yes, and that is and that is, that is one of the reasons I wanted to have you here, because you provide a dissenting opinion to the rest of us. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with liking DC. There is nothing wrong with liking DC, um, even, you know, but I know that the other, the, the rest of us we don't really like the DC movies as much as the Marvel movies. I mean, I like them. I, uh, my thing is that everybody is saying like, oh, they need to take, they need to copy, should have done what Marvel did, did the solo stuff, did, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, I kind of want DC to be able to do its own thing. Because if I wanted to watch something that was like a Marvel movie, I would watch a Marvel movie. Um, like, I know how a lot of, like, you know, the way that they're doing their comics now, like, when they did the relaunch with New 52, uh, the first comic that they basically put out was Justice League, where it show, already showed the team together, and then, like, after that, they started doing all, like, the ones with, like, the you know, the origin stories, like, with Action Comics, it was the younger Superman, he doesn't have the full outfit yet, he just has the red, like, a red cape that looks like he was made from a curtain, yeah. a Superman shirt, a pair of jeans, and worker boots, like construction boots, and that's what he starts off with. Right. Um, so I think that's, basi that's basically what they were trying to do, is they were trying to make the movies more like New 52. So, yeah, I like the end, the opposite response of, they're just making the copy and paste formula, but washing it. We've also got another problem of, yes, they don't have to follow the Marvel formula, that's clear. I want to see something different. I want to see something out out there. But don't go so far of, okay, well, we're going to start off Batman v Superman, but then give the origin story we've seen a million times. How Marvel mm -hmm. did it with Spider-Man when they did... They, they didn't even show the origin story. They skipped story. over it. They glossed it. Completely glossed it. and Which was perfect. It made a more streamlined movie. People knew the story. Mm -hmm. They know damn well it was the third reboot of the uh, Spider-Man movie franchise. I remember um, talking about uh, Dawn of Justice with a co-worker. A co-worker who also hates that we have to rehash the same origin story every time they reboot a franchise. Certain one. And, and I basically said that in Dawn of Justice, they kept the Batman origin down to like two minutes, and his opinion was that was two minutes too long. <laughs> But come on, they, I think everybody has repeat origins. I mean, didn't they repeat the Hulk origins three times with all three movies? No, two. Uh, when they did the Incredible Hulk film, 
the way that they they did, just did it over the opening credits. Yeah, well, it's just way, a montage. The way the way that the way that they did it for the Incredible Hulk movie, and we have Edward Norton to thank for this because he went and redid por- uh, portions of the script. Was he wanted to have more references to the old Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno Incredible Hulk TV series? That's why when you watch that little snippet at the beginning, it looks almost shot for shot like uh, in the Incredible Hulk TV series when Banner was, you know, he got the gamma rays uh, turned into the Hulk. And in fact, when you first see him turn into the Hulk, everything around his eyes is like uh, shadowed except for like where the eye, his eyes are and his eyes are going green. That's how they did it in that show. And we got a shot like that in the Incredible Hulk when he hulks out for the first time in the in the, in the the bottling plant. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, <coughs> But you know, to you know, I kind of agree with kind of agree with you, Sam. That um, they needed to make things different, not just follow the same formula. But the issue that I had with the DC uh, universe was they tried to front load it too much. They tried oh, yeah. to front load it too much. They tried to hit the ground running way too quickly. I get that they were playing catch up and trying to get on the same plane as Marvel, but you can't ru- You can't. You have to walk before you can run. The, uh, Batman vs. They, they also like ridiculously long names that make controversy, so people will talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, the Even with the most recent Birds of Prey and the fabulous uh, fantabulous emancipation, emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's um, like that was, yeah, I agree, that was way too much. You should have just kept it as either Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn. Honestly, <laughs> stick with Harley Quinn. Because it's really more an origin Harley Quinn for the, and the Birds of Prey. Not even that. Just cut the Birds of Prey part out of it. Because so much of the focus was on Harley Quinn. The Birds of Prey themselves don't really come together until the very end. But they each have... And Harley goes her own way for it. I mean, it's kind of like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, they don't technically become the Guardians until, like, practically the end of that film. Okay. So, uh, but either way. Either, they should have kept it as either just Harley Quinn or Birds of Prey. Leave the whole... Fanta- you know that could you could throw into the title sequence where she goes like that. When you have guard, the good comparison is the Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad. Practically unknown to most, especially not the very. They're moments. not mainstream. That's how how you could describe. And then it. you've got how Guardians of the Galaxy did it. They only kind of had an origin for Star Lord, but didn't really touch on everything about it. Mm-hmm. From when he was a kid. To where he was there. Well, done. Well, through like certain characters, it was dialogue only, like yeah. with Drax. Yeah, yeah exactly. You with find Drax. out they basically a little bit from Gamora, a little bit from for Rocket. Um, he basically. I, like, I didn't ask to get made. I, I think yeah. that, I think there was more of uh, a group. Of course, gets no, no <laughs> origins whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. that's the important Rocket dialogue. So I am Groot is the all important. Oh, and that's order. true. And Rocket is just like he only says I, I, and am and Groot exclusively in that order. Yeah, he told you so. He, he gave it to you. Yeah, there you go. And here's the thing. And then he tried to do a similar kind of thing in DC with the Suicide Squad, which they told the origin story, and then they told an origin story, and then they told another one, and then another. One. I'm like the only one they skipped over was Slipknot, but I mean he, I, he, I, he I, was I, there to be the, the, the sacrificial in Suicide Squad. <laughs> See, I I looked up. The character, uh, because I didn't really know anything about this one. I think because he's the man he's, that can climb anything. Well, besides that, um, I had to look him up from when they uh, first introduced him in the when they originally did the Suicide Squad comics with you know Deadshot and everybody. Uh, and it's kind of similar to what they did in the movie, just in like the 
freaking swamps of Louisiana where no, yeah. they were going against robots, not extra dimensional entities like what Enchantress were like what Enchantress was creating. Well, Captain Boomerang, the the bombs were like bracelets on their wrists, and um, much like the movie, Captain Boomerang says, "You know, take off running. These things are bullshit." Mm-hmm. So he does that, and all you hear is an explosion. <laughs> when you next see him later on, he's missing one of his arms. So it doesn't kill him; it just blew his arm off. Yeah, it gave a little more tension by putting the implant in the neck. Yeah. Well, we've also got because that way it's not you can't just like try to cut it off. Right? They also kind of threw that in the Arrowverse as well, so that might be one of the reasons. Like, oh, people who watched Arrowverse understand this stuff. Well, they, I think they. I, which one came out first? Was it the Arrowverse one or Assault on Arkham? Because they did it in Assault on Arkham also. I think the Arrowverse came out first. I think. Well, I'm just talking about that particular. No, talk, I know you're talking about that particular episode. I think the Arrowverse Suicide Squad came out first, and then the Assault on Arkham, and then the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad movie, movie and I then think, after that yeah. was Hell to Pay. Please hang on while we have the technician look up. The well, you guys can keep talking. I'm gonna go ahead. So and with it with that, part. like. They did the gloss over openings, or they did a couple of them, and they did a full origin of, like, um, Deadshot, and they did a full opening of... Someone. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Which was him literally just robbing a bank and then getting captured by the Flash. So they didn't need to... Sh- Honestly, didn't need to show that other than they shoehorned that for Flash. Yeah. Okay, so that was season two of Arrow. Mm-hmm. So when was... When was Assault on two? Arkham. Yeah, well... Okay, uh... Continue your thought. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. another um, thing. Assault on Arkham takes place in the Arkhamverse video games. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So, uh, Assault on Arkham was 2014. So, Arrow... And Arrow Season 2, what year was that? Would, would that have been? Because I... I'll, I'll admit, I haven't seen well, any of the Arrowverse stuff. Keep Arrowverse went through seven seasons. So, second season... Seventh season just ended, so five years from now? Five so, years... Five six. years... Be about... 2016? 16 or 15. Uh, well, let me just see if I can, uh, again... Reverse it. And we'll try again with Sam. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, when, when they start muddling it, and then I think a lot had to do with the trailer company that cut the movie together that made it a disheveled mess. Please don't give me started on trailer cuts. Please do not start that with me. What do you mean, a quarter of a second cut? Was that really necessary? You see, this is what I this this, this is what I've been uh, the thing that I've been bringing up the most is that Warner Brothers. Now, granted, yes, Marvel Studios did do the whole studio interference thing with Iron Man two. Oh, that hence the reason why John Favreau didn't want to come back to do Iron Man three. He stayed on as a, as a uh, executive producer while the ever so great Shane Black directed it instead, who was the uh, the horribly joking character from Predator. Um, and, uh, for Iron Man 2, Marvel, like, John already had how he wanted to do the movie. He had, like, this whole, like, thing set up in the movie where Whiplash was supposed to have this, like, incredible backstory that, uh, I can't think of the actor's name who played him. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, thank you. Uh, that he, that Rourke actually loved. You know, he wanted that to be in the film, and then Marvel Studios went and said, no, we want more S.H.I.E.L.D. We want more references to S.H.I.E.L.D. in the film. Uh. So everything about Whiplash was basically taken out other than his dad died an alcoholic. Well, 
He's and they also the combined the characters too. Yeah, it was his Crimson and, Dynamo and Whiplash. Yeah, because the characters Crimson Whiplash. Because the character, his, the character's name that they use in the movie is the Crimson Dynamo's real Ivan, name. Ivan uh, Volkov. Yeah, that's Crimson Dynamo's real name. Well, I, I think there's like two of them, but he's like yeah, one of the Dynamo one and Dynamo. I can't remember. I think they both had the mantle of Crimson Dynamo. They did. Um, but the way they made Whiplash, where he had an armored suit at the end. Barely a, a conflict. Well, he took the armored suit from Hammer's little group. Like, well, he, yeah, but no, like he basically, no, he built that one, but he I used Hammer sorry. Tech to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And there's your number one issue. You use Hammer Tech instead of Stalk Tech. Oh, but, yeah, hence the little missile. <laughs> uh, the Suicide Squad uh, episode of uh, Arrow was also 2014. Okay. So that was about the same time. They might have even communicated about that. Maybe. Possibly, because I know that when it comes to animating stuff, it takes longer. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, so anyway, so what I was getting back to, when I need to get back to, uh, is the fact that Warner Brothers, after Man of Steel, it seemed like they were jumping in way too much and were interfering. Like, they were basically demanding, the you know, reshoots mm-hmm. and shit. Like, they See, did that's that. That's when stuff goes to, that, goes to hell. That's, that's, that's when, when the executives that, step in and try to, try to make the movie themselves instead of letting the director do their it, vision, do their now, job. Now, now. David Ayers, David Ayers, I've seen some of his other work. One of his better war movies that he did was the movie Fury. With I loved, I loved Fury. Fury which, if you great. haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Especially if you are a person who loves World War II stuff. Uh, and it's Lord actually, knows there's plenty of those. It's me. it's it's a pretty dark story, mm-hmm. um, and also showed a unrecognizable Shia LaBeouf because when I saw the movie, oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He was a very. I think he was the. He was a method actor on the set. There. He is. He he's shower. he's a method actor. He's, he didn't shower. He stayed in the tank almost all the time. He, he sawed was, one of his. He like did something with one, one of his, his teeth. teeth down. Yeah, he filed one of his teeth down. Uh, but anyways, um, so God they, bless the man that can get into character that hard. So yes. Warner Brothers, they. I know that they cut that whole half hour from Batman versus Superman. Which if you see the extended cut, and you see what they took out, you're like. Why did they take that out? It was pivotal stuff, yeah. I was just watching um, one of the guys online. He just watched the uh, ultimate cut, the ultimate version, which is the director's cut, and said, yeah, it doesn't make it a great movie, but it definitely makes it, it, a, it improves a good... It actually... Like, like, like in the extended cut, it shows Clark and Lois, not Superman and Lois, but Clark and Lois doing something. They're freaking jobs as reporters, you actually do see them doing their jobs, like Lois is trying to investigate the freaking bullet, and uh, Clark is in Gotham do, yeah, doing yeah, reports yeah. on the, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, um, and which makes sense why they it wasn't just all Batman the whole time. No, which is what they showed in the movie, the theatrical cut, is that uh, Superman was still investigating Batman, so they kind of had it out and didn't like. How each other was doing, what it was. Well, well this was an unkillable demigod that. Well, Batman saw, and he pretty much says it to Alfred, where he say he says, you know, he sees Superman more as a threat, especially with because of him being in Metropolis when Zod and Superman were fighting, and when he's holding that little girl after he realizes this girl just lost her mom because a building probably fell on top of her. And he looks up and he sees the uh, the, the, laser, the, the, the no 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 not the eye beams this was after that no uh, it was when he looks up and he sees 
uh, Superman being pushed by Zod, and you see the pieces of the Wayne Enterprise I, I satellite. Because I supposedly I have seen some um, side by sides, so where that all lined up. I've seen I've seen that video too. I, I think I know the one that you're talking about, where somebody somebody did the same thing with the uh, the snapping from uh, Infinity War, where they matched it up with uh, the uh, the end credit scene. Uh, where it showed Nick Fury, and then one from Ant Man and the Wasp. I was Wasp. just gonna say Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> an- but, an- another movie with a lesser known character made well Ant-Man. by letting, yeah, by letting yeah. the director do their thing. Also, it helps with the guy who tells the story and tells everything that happens in the last. Louis, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I want, I want to see that. Because there is apparently, like, a video out there of him doing a complete recap of the entire MCU. It's like, I want really? that fucking video. They actually video. filmed it. But it I hasn't been released yet. I want that fucking video. And it, it, I want that. I want the Snyder Cut. I want that shit available now. All right, let me ask you something. Speaking of cuts, how do you feel about... about Because of Snyder finally getting to do his version of Justice League, mm-hmm. they are now letting David Iyer do his cut, his own actual cut, the Directors way he intended cut, it. Yeah. For Suicide Squad, good. I, I, the director's cut them. was made it a little more coherent as well. But oh, if, he, if he if he puts together an ultimate cut, so it's got oh exact... yeah, of course I'm going to see it because I can't complain about something I don't watch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So like, if they actually took the original cuts of the movie and made it with coherency and not all this flashy neon crap that was just splashed in there because I'm pretty sure corporate was like, no, Guardians got color. You've got to have color. you got to have more color. Color, color, color. Yeah. You also got to keep in mind, they probably did a lot of... The soundtrack, joking. too. Don't forget that. They, they, did, they did a lot of knee-joking because of Superman Man, uh, Man of Steel. Because how many people went ballistic when Matt, Superman snapped Zod's neck? Oh, Superman did kill! Oh, Superman... And they lost a humongous fan base because of that. But here's and the thing... now the that. corporate office is seeing those numbers going... Oh my God, Superman, the icon of DC. He is the god of gods. He's, he's supposed to be like a symbol of hope. Mm-hmm. He's just killed one person, and the fans just went, fuck this. All right, up. so this is, my, this is my argument against this. Oh, yeah, the curse in the show? Huh? Yes, you, okay. are, you are free to curse. <laughs> just, don't, um, just don't load it. Don't go ballistic. No cluster F-bombs here. <laughs> um, don't Deadpool it. Yeah. Uh, so so PG-13. Uh, so anyways, so anyways, so we all know that Superman technically has the same do not kill rule that like what Batman has, right? right. Unless and you're what, in the Michael Keaton universe, or oh yeah, or, or in the the DC, you know, the new DC, the current DC universe. How many people do you kill? How many kill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, those well, were cannons. Those were what were, what were those beanbag guns that did not. Oh wait, yeah, that's one of those cars mm, exploded. Um. At what point in time in Man of Steel did Superman say that he would never kill someone? My, my big theory on that, to to go along with it, yes, he didn't say it yet, but what they could have touched on a lot during the end of the movie, or the next time you see Superman, is him dealing with the loss. I just killed someone. I just killed someone. I killed someone of my, the last of my own race. My own planet yeah. of people exploded. I only have a few I, and I, I basically doomed Krypton forever. Now, uh, and th- that maybe that's the whole thing that prompts me to be like, I am never going to kill ever see, again. That's, that, they they didn't touch on it though. They it's never touched game. Batman vs Superman. He could have had a little 
talk with Lois about it, like, trying well, to get it out of his head. Well, well, technically, the the scene early on in the film where they're over, all over in the Middle East and she's being held captive by that terrorist leader, and he just kind of, like, looks at her, and she just, like, relaxes, and then he just goes, boom, and goes through the wall with the guy. You don't see what happens to the guy after that. Oh, he, it's, he, it would be like A-Train, kill, kill well, Robert right. and the boys. Um, <laughs> hang on, let's, let's put this back into comic book logic. Comic book logic, the man's fine, he's just... He has a few bruises because he went through a wall. No, no, we're, just, we're going to go with the George of the Jungle log. Nobody actually gets hurt in this movie. They just get really big boo-boos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that, works, that works a lot better. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah, we... Yeah, go ahead. And that's the other thing. They don't really... You can't really do it too well, but humanize Superman. Mm. They have made him, especially in the comics, such a god. They don't make him fallible like other humans it's like oh he can't do this can't do that he doesn't have feelings oh he's just an alien who cares but if they show him have emotions about killing zod about other things going on it will give people a little more connection with him i mean i I don't have a problem with the whole fear the superman uh trope you know not just superman in general but like super super powered individuals in general i don't have a problem with it but they seem to land on that way too much recently. Um, sometimes it can make for, it can make for a good story. Um, we're, that is one of the, uh, one of the themes going on in, uh, the boys, the Amazon prime series and the comics before that. Um, there've been other stories, you know, or Brightburn. Brightburn was, a, was oh, another I love example. That movie. I hope there's a sequel to yeah. I have not seen yet, which I'm pretty sure I'm not that's a, yeah, that's a shared universe. I want to see them continue to, at the end, where they were with all the with all the references to the other yeah. to the others, yeah. No spoilers, but yeah, watch through the credits of uh, definitely. Brightburn. Yeah, if you ever see Brightburn, uh, definitely stay through the end. It's of the literally credits. a dark version well, of. You, you need to tell them to watch it, but you're telling them what it is. Yeah, you can pretty much tell what it is by the damn trailer. So. Like even when I saw when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Is this an alternate Superman story?" Like as soon as I saw what saw it, I was like, "Oh, so this but, is like evil Superman." But, okay. but I, I'm I just, all in. I just, I just realized who it could be. It's not Superman. It's Ultraman, who is literally like one Earth of the two. I, yes, Earth two. Who instead and and Bruce Wayne in that universe, Bruce Wayne doesn't become Batman. Instead, it's Thomas Wayne Jr. who becomes Owlman, and who is basically like you know evil. Uh, Batman, yeah. and I was reading. I was reading the the uh, the origin story for Ultraman, and in that one, it was yes, he la- allowed the Kents to raise him, and when he real and when he noticed, he realized that they outgrew their usefulness. He killed them. So I'm saying that Brightburn becomes Ultraman. There you go. But was fan it theory even, was it even made by a uh, DC? Was it? No, it wasn't. It was made by. Uh, Whose little company was it? It wasn't Zack Snyder. It was... I think it was J.J. A- no, it wasn't J.J. Abrams. It might have been. I like um, how he's saying a little company and mentioning people's names. Well, like I said, I could... Well, I know that certain people... Like, I know J.J. Abrams has Bad Robot. That's his company. Really? Um, huh. This is why I love being kind of naive. I don't have that information like you guys do. As um, far as I know, it had some more ties closer to Marvel than it did... It wasn't Lionsgate, was it? Huh? It wasn't Lionsgate, was it? No. Uh, let me see if I can... Uh, it may have been Bad Robot. <clears throat> but... Yeah, if, if you go to see Brightburn and you are, uh... You cringe or have a weak stomach to... No, uh, don't mention that. <laughs> to gore? To certain gore. Yeah, there is one that 
I've I've seen horror movies since I was little. I watch David Yarovsky. No, no, that was the director. I know. Um, Winced. Mark Gunn, that Brian Gunn wrote it. James Gunn. James Gunn. Gunn that's who producers. it was. Yeah, it was the Gunn family. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I know so what you're talking about. Produced and financed by that. Screen Gems, Stage 6 Films, Screen Age Collective. Screen Gems. Okay. Screen Gems, yeah. I, I saw that scene. That's probably one of the reasons why I have not watched it yet with the, the glass in the eye. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Nope, that yeah. wasn't it. That's not even the one that, I went that, at. Really? That's not the, Okay. It's worse. Oh, we'll, wow. we'll discuss that afterwards so you don't spoil anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss, we're not going to discuss it. He's going to have to watch it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, we're not going to do a binge cast for but, it. <laughs> now, back, oh, now back, back, to, uh, back to Suicide Squad, though. Um, again, this goes back to back to the whole uh, studio interference thing. It's because so many people were bitching about uh, Batman vs. Superman being too dark story-wise. Uh, Warner Brothers went and told David to reshoot the movie to make it more lighthearted. Mm. Uh, like on the set of the film, uh, the actors who were playing the members of the squad were told to tap into like the their darkest part of their lives for their performance. Uh, and he and David even had an on-set therapist to help, help the actors out. It's like because you're digging up this dark stuff, and sometimes it doesn't always like to go away. Exactly. So, um, I know that the woman who, pl- uh, I can't think of the chick's name, uh, who played Enchantress and her human, archaeologist human form, uh, June Moon. June Moon. <laughs> All I can think of is her silly-ass walk. <laughs> no, um, the walk towards the end of the movie where it's that weird sway. Um, <laughs> yeah. She was... Uh, uh, apparently David told her that the way he wanted her to do was to like walk around in the woods under a full moon completely naked. And so her, oh. her apparently her sister owns like a... Daniel, what do you want for food? Uh, we're getting interrupted by uh, by the peanut gallery. Your timing sucks. Uh, we'll pause for a second so we can, so we can discuss uh, things off mic. All right, we'll just continue uh, doing the ramble cast without Zeke for the moment. Uh, he'll he'll be back in a little bit, but uh, so we were discussing some. We were off mic discussing uh, some of the Suicide Squad stuff. Yeah, how they front load it so hard with the the backstories and yes, they say a lot of movies show don't tell, mm-hmm. but when you've got such an eclectic cast of characters. It would have been better if a Bell Rev seasoned guard would be taking through a new guard saying, hey... Yeah, the, the, that, that asshole guard from the movie. The one who was working for Joker? Yeah. yeah. Have him just wander down the hall talking talking to some newbie about, like, let me give you a rundown of who we got locked up here. It's, so, like, it's like, so you don't know... So you know, don't fuck with this guy, don't fuck with that guy, or whatever. Don't worry. He's don't not put your gonna... hand near Croc's lair. Look, ask this guy right here, because I think one of them did have a rubber hand. One of the guards... <laughs> it would have been great if that was cash. Totally. Oh. <laughs> and then just giving them the rundown of the characters, because we get a backstory for so many people that didn't really need one. Captain Boomerang. It's in his freaking name. He's a guy with a fucking boomerang. Yeah, but he's yeah. a captain of sorts. Yeah, but then they would have to be like, you, you know, like he robs banks. You don't have to. You don't have to go that in depth. I mean, you, he doesn't. Okay, he's Captain Boomerang. Well, or just, and honestly, you know, having the, having was the arm having the asshole guard just refer to him by his real name. It's like. <laughs> And then just make some sort of mocking old thing. He robs the bank. Said, "What are you robbing bank with? Oh, that Captain Boomerang? Oh, that's right. <laughs> but use the Was Captain Boomerang, Boomerang name, Boomerang or whatever. Professor Boomerang. <laughs> just give him something stupid. Yeah, just like 
Boomerang Billy over here, Captain Boomerang. Basically, yeah, make, have, make basically a sarcastic nickname. Have, have the guard just be like, make a dick. you Because that guard that the Joker interrogated, I didn't know it was a fucking guard. I did. There was so many cuts in that movie, I was confused. Not as bad as the cuts the in Bird of Prey. <laughs> You mean, no, you mean Birds you mean, of Prey? They jumped all over the place. You like know every what, time you, they introduced new characters, you know what, they had to rewind it. You know, rewind it back. You know what it was? Got a backstory for that person. You know what it was? Then, you know what it was reminding me of? Deadpool. I mean, I get why they did it that way because it's Harley doing the narration, and Harley is fucking insane. Also, it was rated R as another similarity. Yeah, but I think Un- they said that was the uh, lead character with. High ties to the color red, jump cuts, backstories, uh, speaking over their own yeah, um, the same flashbacks. Thing. I didn't yeah. put that together. I was trying to let them stand on their own. When I was watching the movie in the theater and she kept doing that, mm-hmm. and I'm just like... Why is this reminding me so much of the first Deadpool film? Like, when he was just like, now I need to take you back from before I squeeze these ass into these red tights. <laughs> I mean, it made sense in the first Deadpool movie uh, there. Uh, but it was just the one flashback. Yeah. Birds of Prey, not only do you have the flashback, but it rewinds and then plays and then you know plays it back up to where you left off with that character. Now that we've got you caught up. You know, I'm not going to lie. Let's continue. Oh, wait. Now I need to tell you about this character. Let me rewind it again. It's like, no. See, I'm not going to lie. I think the one character they kind of sort of messed up on in that was Huntress. Because Huntress, when she's, yeah, not doing, when she's not doing the Huntress stuff, she's a school teacher. Because I, I have this one. But I get the impression in the Birds of Prey movie, she hadn't yet even become a school teacher yet. That could have been a possibility also, because I don't know when she started doing it. It like, could also have been from the writers not giving a fuck. They're that's like a very good point. <laughs> Who, who's in the Birds of Prey? Start giving me a list of names. All right, I can make a costume out of that. Okay. Okay. Yep. No, I'm not Let's make Huntress's costume out of a hefty bag. Right? Like, and let, and let's, let, let's change Cassandra Kane from being a laser-guided tyke bomb with, you know, experts... Martial artist into a uh, into a chubby. Uh, well, technically, she, technically she doesn't become that way until Batman recruits her, because she does in the comics she she does become Batgirl. Yes, but she wasn't trained by Batman. She wasn't. She was oh. trained by her father, David Kane, the number one hitman on the fucking planet. <laughs> you, you know, I'm pretty sure Deadshot's fighting for that spot. <laughs> I don't know. Do they have numbers like the other movie? I don't know. Although something that occurred to me just now, as while we're talking like uh, Birds like of Prey and the, and the multi uh, backstory thing, so almost it was almost kind of reminded me of uh, Smoking Aces. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. No, saw that. Movie. I've seen trailers. <laughs> well, in Smoking in Smoking Aces, they do a lot of uh, sort of backfill on a bunch of the different uh, mercenaries and hitmen and stuff that are all converging to seemingly get to cash in on the contract on. Uh, this mob informant, but, and that's like the first half of the movie is setting up all these characters and their motivations and everything. And then it finally all erupts with this just huge, huge, like action sequence. It's actually, it's actually pretty, pretty good movie. And it has a couple twists thrown in there. Granted, as I was watching, I kind of saw the, saw one of the twists coming, but it still played out, played out pretty well. So I have to ask the two of you this, Smoking Aces 2, though, you can skip. So, so I have to ask the two of you this. So 
with uh, Suicide Squad was supposed to be their version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Hence the yeah. similarity in the soundtrack, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you feel... turns iPod? Huh? Some interns iPod? Yeah. <laughs> but at um, least the like, Guardians of the Galaxy had... Well, well, plus, well, plus they did have some... Yes, it was dated because of... Because yeah, and it was, that was that. their theme. Well, the it thing, wasn't just all modern... Well, the thing is that James picked it because the, a lot of those songs meant something to him. So anyways, so James Gunn, after he got fired mm-hmm. uh, from Marvel for some tweets that he did like 10 years ago, um, 10, 15, whatever year, how many years ago... Um, and I saw this coming. Warner Brothers was like, "Yo, come work with us. We come have fix money. our movie. We, we have one like that. We 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 have money too." Uh, so he goes and does and signs on for the Suicide Squad. Does it? Is there like a form of irony that they got the guy? <laughs> no, it's not irony. It's literally they jumped at it because they knew. That if anybody could, could fix could fix it, yeah. And it was probably their most broken movie out of the DCEU so far. That it would be the person who made the similar movie that it was practically trying to rip off in the way it was made mm-hmm. made the other two successful. So why not grab him? We need to grab him to fix the damn thing. And also, his cast. Holy Crap, Nathan Killian cast. is in it. Uh, he's got pretty much the entire crew back. From I was just talking time. about the cat, the, the character cast before I saw the the actors. I'm like, I'm already interested. Was it King Shark, Polka Dot Man, Ratcatcher? Ratcatcher was, I think, the one that I was not expecting. Um, what's the other one? The one John Cena is going to play. I don't even know who he's playing. I didn't I, even know. He was I haven't that. seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen any of any of the stuff related to that. I, I think he has something to do with like a Superman esque power. Uh, he wears. I think he's wearing tights and a cape, which is just perfect for scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna lie. Right, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about this. Um, so in oh, MCU, the cool I, thing is, like, all these characters. I'm hoping he's gonna do it right because with the. Different versions of, say, Polka Dot Man, there are different things he has. Yeah. Like, whether or not they're, like, interdimensional portals or they're just weird cartoony things he can do. I'm very interested. Pocket dimensions. I, you see, I'm, I'm not, I, I thought Polka Dot Man, because I could have sworn I saw him in a Spider-Man comic once. Because <laughs> I think of the spot. <laughs> that's who it is. That's who I'm, I was Polka Dot Man himself is a uh, Batman villain. Oh, he was probably the lesser known Batman his return now. I'm not back yet. Oh, okay. Oh. So anyway, he's not here. Ignore him. Yeah. Um, but um, you know when I am back. But the the movie the movie that I thought James was going to sign on for, mm-hmm. Green Lantern Corps. I honestly thought he was going to do that film. The first thing I thought immediately was going to be, um, hopefully, a new Suicide Squad, and I was you were right. pleasantly surprised. Oh, pleasantly. But James, I honestly, willing for James that admitted that he was glad that he got fired. Otherwise, he would, and he said that he wanted to work on Suicide you know, Squad. He's going to be one of the first directors that's worked for both the DCEU <laughs> yeah. and the Marvel. Because he's going to have that under his belt. And he's like, I could also put on, six, I'm going to put it out there now, successfully revitalize Suicide Squad for the DC Universe. Um, He'll be able to charge a lot of money if he pulls it off. 
Um, but but he is well, signed up. When I say if he if he can pull it off, not just not necessarily him. If DC will let him pull it off, look at what he, he overlooking like Brightburn's a good example. That wasn't by him; it was his studio, but it was also family members of his. True, but I'm just saying, Suicide Squad. You know, if his Suicide Squad does well, and DC keeps their fucking hands off it and lets him do it. Good news though. Um, so sorry, apparently, we'll apparently, Time Warner was bought by AT and T. Yeah, I did see that. Um, and AT&T, they were the ones who basically said, Hey, Zach, you want to put your version of Justice League out, right? Here's $80 million. Um, yeah, and, well, and it'll be a year or the, so before he gets before he has a chance well, to he needs release to do, it. But. He, he said that there are unfinished scenes that need to be filmed. We, yeah. So he needs to get Ben back as Batman. I he heard needs Ben to, was. I didn't hear anything. I know, I know Henry Co- came back. Yeah, I know Henry definitely came Henry back. Henry came back as... Henry Cavill is... That's because he's one of us. <laughs> he, is a, he is a complete... complete. He spent his quarantine time painting Warhammer figures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and everything that he does on The Witcher also. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is, and that's glorious. Oh. Um, so we got back to the part where she said, why did you say that name yet? No. <laughs> no. no. I mean, oh, that's, just, that's, that's just bad writing. No, that's well, bad, well, bad writing. No, see, this is the reason why... They did the whole Martha scene is because it's not oh it's because they have their moms have similar names. It has more to do with the fact that um, Batman realized that if he killed Superman, he is killing someone's son. It it, it, it finally humanized the alien for him. Yes, and so he him realizing if I kill him, I'm killing someone's son. I'm no better than the guy who killed my parents. So that's what did it. Now, what granted, made, yeah, it's just, but it was bad writing because we never really got that explanation in the movie. See, to be honest with you, I mean, yeah, it took me a few viewings to realize it, but after a while, I was like, he knows that if he does this, he's no better than the guy who shot his parents. And, but the issue is, it took you multiple viewings to catch that, and if you don't catch it on the first viewing, it doesn't happen. This is, this is my problem, and I, I love DC. I want to say it, but. Yeah, they, they, so. they should have put the animation storylines in the movie aspects and yep. then took the movie ones out because what we're talking about right now just happened in the Justice League Dark uh, Dark Doomsday with the scene with Robin and Batman. Oh, Dark Apocalypse. In a, in a, in a, in Dark Apocalypse War. Apocalypse War, that's Where right. he's sitting there and you see that image of the guy with the gun pointed at him. Yeah. that was That's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, if they'd thrown a little flash, you know, in in uh, well, Dark well, Justice of, with Batman basically pointing a you know pointing a gun at, at Superman, effectively. Well, well, in this case, it was the a spear, the spear, the spear. If he'd had that flash of him, you know, seeing the seeing the guy pointing the gun at his parents in that moment, it would have made a lot more I mean, sense. He, I mean, he did have the grenade launcher that shot the kryptonite uh, yeah. grenades, but the, tear, the kryptonite but, tear gas. But, but that, but I, in all honesty, I'm just gonna say this right now. I think he may have thrown in a little bit of Scarecrow's fear gas in it because when he was like, "Breathe it in," that's fear. I think I swear. It I, been, yeah, but who knows? But they took that line from the actual the movie itself, the anime movie in the comic oh, book. Oh, oh uh, yeah, Dark Knight Returns, which. Breathe in. I want you to think about this in your darkest moment. That I I'm created. the one who beat you. Yep. Which, to be honest with you, let's face it, and Batman has admitted this, if Superman was to go full on, you know, 
on on super on Batman, he could easily kill Batman, and he knows that Superman is not going to do that. <laughs> I just think of this. The that's why. That's kinda why. Like, uh, kind of like irredeemable. Kind of like like that's that's why Batman has no problem going full on brutal on Superman because he knows he's like he, I'm a, I am a squishy meat popsicle going up against. A god. I have to use every advantage I can get. I, I think of the meme that happened where it was like Superman kills Batman, and all of a sudden a cloud of dust goes around the planet. It's Kryptonite, and he kills Superman. And he's like, I, th- I thought this plan, I thought this is this plan ever happened. Yeah, there you go. If if I if you kill me, then it sets off the Kryptonite gas. <laughs> you can't get out of it because one Kryptonite dust he breathes it in, and it also blocks out the sun. Yep. Did, wasn't that in an episode or two of Supergirl where they put kryptonite in the atmosphere? Don't remind me. <laughs> yes! And now that this is a good segue for us to move into talking about it's, Arrowverse. It's, it's, not, it's not like it was like visible. It's not like everything turned green in the sky. No, she just started breathing, and then suddenly you could see her getting the effects of like kryptonite poisoning. And so they gave her an Iron Man suit... Mm-hmm. An Iron Man, an Iron Man EV suit, because literally when it goes to like, you know, like the way the inside of the helmet looks, it's literally the same thing that you see <laughs> in the Iron Man suits. We, we only know Batman is going to be the next Iron Man, but unfortunately, you know, she's going to be the next Iron Woman. Well, I mean, he had his Bat Mech. <laughs> and it's true, the powered armor that he was wearing. Well, come on, let's face it, that... That was literally taken from the oh, Dark yeah. Knight Returns comic. Mm. But there was something that I had read. Uh, it may have been in the script for the film. I don't know if it was actually in it or not. But supposedly the armor was supposed to have been made from General Zod's armor. Hmm. I don't know if it's a fan theory or if it's like... I think a, it's probably a fan theory. It, it sounds cool, though. That's yeah, it does. <laughs> um, Just on God. the other note of... Chris, uh, why did you mention that? What? Uh... So, this may spoiler for anybody who's watching Batman, because Batwoman, that Batwoman show that's going on right now. Oh, yeah, apparently because of... Uh, the only thing that can destroy the Batman suit is a night bullet. What? What? It's like, you know, when you want to take out a werewolf, you will need to use a that's... wooden spike. Yeah, this thing, the suit can take on 50 cal bullets, you know, what was it, coal, uh, coal, coal, uh, Chris, help me out stick through the heart. That gun, Cobra, it was like a really powerful hand cannon. Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, that one. So there's actually a really powerful hand cannon. We're talking about the one that... Desert uh, Eagle. Thank you. A Desert Eagle bullet flecked off and they, they're like, oh, this came off. Which is a 50 cal, basically. Right. The only thing that can stop the, bat, the Batwoman at this point in time is a kryptonite bullet. Who made the suit? Bruce Wayne. No, no, it was, uh, it, well, I'm... Lucius Fox, probably. Well, Lucius Fox is dead. Well, Lucius Fox made the original suit, and then Batwoman tweaked it with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, yeah. my brain. We didn't win and go back to bat nipples? <laughs> so, so I know is, it, is, it, is it on the ludicrousy? Well, let, well, well, let's not forget Robin had it, too. I, I, I will say this, and I know we're going to get into DC, and I, just, and he says now, with Batwoman, there was a commercial that pissed off a lot of people. When uh, Lucius Fox's son said the bat suit is perfect, and she says, "I quote, it's not perfect to a fits a woman." That one pissed off so many people, but it was a way to get a, a certain demographic into the show, which I understand this. 
but it was in the trailer that they cut it out of the show. It did not show it in the show whatsoever. They because literally of the only for the only for the commercial. I'm, I'm fairly certain that people on trailers YouTube, always lie. <laughs> well, I, mean, yeah, I think it was because you? well, I think it was because of the backlash they got from the commercial made them take it out of the actual episode. Yeah, it had to be that. Could well, be. well, yeah, trailers always lie. Remember the Fan Four Stick trailer? Well, yeah, where there was actual action. Oh yeah, indeed, yeah. Where the thing gets dropped out of a, uh, a stealth bomber, which would have been cool. Which, but they did. It did happen. It was in the background screen while uh, I think it was Johnny Storm was talking to somebody or Mister Fantastic. It was, was. Mister Fan. It was, no, it was Sue because she was talking to her dad. Because I never saw the movie. I'm just going by uh, accounts that I've people. That we should probably watch it just so we can. I like it. We will, we will binge cast that if that's the case. I like it. I won't do it for no reason. Yeah, the only reason why I say it failed is because you attached the Fantastic Four logo attached to it. If you didn't have the Fantastic Four and you were like, okay, instead of making this Doctor Doom, let's make this Professor someone else. It would have been just fine. But the whole reason why everybody went to ballistic on it was because you attached it's, Fantastic Four. I heard it's on the same level of the first Hulk movie. Of... The Ang Lee Hulk? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I love the that one. Boar. <laughs> I love that one, because come on, where else do you get a mutant p- pool? <laughs> but you've also got the thing of, <laughs> the where was the, the Hulk pool. in the whole Hulk movie? Oh wait, the last 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. And, and then, then it was all like comic and, paneled. And then, and then, but then they out. had him instead of fighting another another Hulk monster, they had him fighting a fucking cloud. Hey, his dad can absorb his powers. Bad his, son. His, bad. His dad literally turned into the absorbing man. Yeah, but they did oh, it. That, that's badly. A, that's so, so they, supposed to be. That's who. That's who his dad turned it. Basically, ter- became in that film was the absorbing man. I thought it was just some gamma sucking person. I didn't know the absorbing man. No, that, that guy is so badass because he was in Shield. Agents of Shield, yeah, yeah. He was Have cool. you seen Absorbing Man in the cartoon? Oh yeah, I've seen him. The uh, Heroes. Mightiest Heroes. He's a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that could be a whole channel right there. Because <laughs> like, Doctor Light from Teen Titans, how he was a big giant pussy, and then you bring him into Titans, and he's a freaking beast. Oh my god. Oh, he's worse than the comics. I'm I'm not gonna get into detail with mm-hmm. that one, but Linkara. Mm-hmm. I have Linkara to thank for this one is that he apparently raped one of the yep. people in the uh, the Watchtower. Well, damn. Mm-hmm. The things and, you know. And, and, and they uh, and used... vigilante let him live. Ooh, this was this was when the writing for the yeah. comics was really really bad. I mean. New Fifty Two had a lot of bad writing. No, the no, writing, this, was, this was worse. The the whole Doctor Light thing that was part of the identity crisis. Uh, yeah, the storyline wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like yeah, I don't necessarily, I'm not, I haven't necessarily read all of these things, but I've heard of a lot of these storylines and know about some of the details about what went on in them. So that's why I just wanted to clarify um, for anybody who hasn't read the read the comics and wants to know what we're talking about. That's the one to look for. Um, another one time. Identity crisis. Okay. Um, so, Sam, so your mm-hmm. wife pointed this out when uh, Aquaman came out, was that a lot of the solo films that were coming out at the time were, they had some sort of a theme going on, like Wonder Woman was a war movie with superheroes. Aquaman was a treasure hunting film with superheroes. Um, how would you describe Shazam? What, coming like, of age story. Coming of age story. Well, it's just like it's just like Ant Man was a heist movie with yeah. superheroes. That would be uh, 
And uh, Doctor Strange was filmed by the same guy who did the Insidious films. So, um, sci-fi yeah. slash horror. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse is going to be a straight-up horror movie, and I'm like... Yes, I'm really worried about it because the original director was getting, uh, his vision was getting stifled by the studios, mm. so that's why he left. Well, how do you, how do you feel and about... And now we have Sam Raimi. Yeah, how do you feel about Sam Raimi picking it up? Like him coming back to, basically coming back to Marvel, but still still, still telling Sony to go screw themselves. Uh, all I'm going to say to this is, you, you worry about that? I'm a Venom diehard fanboy, <laughs> and my director is the guy who did the CG for the Gollum. For Gollum in Lord of the Rings. What has he directed? I think this is his first time directing. He's a first time director, but he's an amazing actor. So going from an actor to a director, you know how to tell. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. He's a fucking. Well, you, well, you know, you know, Andy Circus is an amazing actor, and I don't know that he gets as enough credit well, for what well, he for what he is. I'll give him that. I love him as an actor. I'm just his first directing chops. I'm scared. He runs an acting school for people who he have directs to do, the people who do to act to, to do the mocap <laughs> stuff. You know one person he taught... I get the impression. If you can teach that sort of thing, you can probably transition into directorship pretty well. Uh, directors if you want, just tell people what if, to do. They, they don't really do a whole if, hell of a lot. If you want to see a writer... What? The management? You mean their agents? Um, no, if you, want a good ex- if you want a good video on um, Andy Serkis teaching someone how to do motion cap, go on and look up the episode of Graham Norton. Where, where, where he he taught like how to walk like an ape. How, like, oh yeah, like not just not just any ape, like, ape movies. But was he, he Caesar? He he was Caesar. He, I think he also did some of the mocap for King Kong and Skull Island, but I might be wrong about that. He might have given some well, pointers. And, at the we, we're talking Andy Serkis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else was he in Marvel? Oh yeah, he was in the Black Panther movies, and but he was he was also in Age of Ultron. Well, I mean, yeah, yes, f- as fair. Ulysses Claw. Yes, I know, same character as he was in in Black Panther. Yeah. A little disappointed he got killed. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, well, he was off screen killed. He's not killed until you see a grave zone or casket. Well, no, we he, was he wasn't casket. even killed off camera. No, he wasn't. He was only shot in the side. He wasn't shot in the head. Well, I suppose I suppose he could. In theory, he could still be alive, but I somehow doubt that Killmonger would have been would have would have let him live. Um, you forget if it were anybody else, I could have bought it. But Killmonger strikes me as the kind of person who doesn't half-ass that sort of thing. But yeah. that, but that, that's something I got to go on like a minor rant about is Sony with mm. their they they fucked up three Spider-Man films in a row. They went back on what they said they were going to do with Venom. Which was they were going to make it a R-rated film. They were going to show Venom eating, eating people. people. Uh, which you only saw like Tom Hardy even said those were his favorite. They asked him in an interview, "What are your favorite scenes in the movie?" He's like, "Yeah, well, my everything that got, got cut. cut out. <laughs> everything that got it was like 15 minutes that got and cut out. Never released an R version or or a director's. Uh, I would have bought you know uh, not yet. I would have bought that film." on the home video release if it was the extended cut of the film. I will not touch that film until I see those scenes re-added to the film. Or at I'm, least made available. Now, some, I'm some not going to lie. Even though the film's not out yet, Morbius looks like it's a better film. Between the two, Morbius looks like it's the better film. Morbius is still Sony, right? Yeah, yeah unfortunately. These are fighting words that he's, he's throwing down now. <laughs> unfortunately. I, yeah, that's right. Honesty. Yeah, Chris is, Chris is speaking, speaking ill of, uh, of Zeke's favorite, favorite, uh, favorite character. 
we're going by trailers versus a full movie. This yeah. is true. You can make the well, movie that, that's look what like I'm the best it, thing ever. Again, more stick. Trailers always lie. Well, that, that, I blame again. Avengers for this. I said it before. I'll say it again. Avengers is your. Avengers problem. were. Avengers was not the first case of trailers lying. The trailers have lied Misleading. since have, have been lying for decades because they are they have one job, and that is to, to get, get you the to get you into the seat in the theater, or Hopefully to or to or to buy it on video, or at least or maybe rent it on video. They but their goal is to get you to spend money to see it. Take a sales exactly. I'm bringing Wicked off now. There was a scene. Speaking of speaking of some of your favorite characters. Well, no, we're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're anyway, talking about kind of faint scenes. Because there was a thing in Wreck-It Ralph where they're driving home, going, "What was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part wasn't in the tra- in the movie, and it happened at the end of the credits. <laughs> it's like it was in the movie. It was in the movie. Yep. <laughs> they played people so hard on that, and I loved that. Oh yes. <laughs> Not to mention, this fits in with our theme of. It's a multiverse of sorts. Mm-hmm. You've got the Disney princesses in it. You've got Star Wars in it. Well, it's, it's basically all things Marvel. Disney. You, you have Baby Groot in it, which, by the way, they actually did get Vin Diesel to voice Groot <laughs> for that one scene. Vin Diesel. Talking of actors who are enormous geeks, Vin Diesel. Well, yeah, he plays freaking uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, he's a huge D and D fan. Uh, you know, I know. He, I he's heard also that he, a gamer. I heard that he played Dungeons and Dragons on the set of Chronicles of Riddick with Dame Judi Dench and some of the other actors. And I'm like, motherfucker, why did you not have a camera recording that no, shit? They, they would have known that they could have just thrown that stuff on on YouTube or even put it in the. Special but then, that features. was back back before that sort of. Well, some people would argue it's still not cool, but before there was actually an audience for that sort of thing. The cool is no longer cool. The uncool is cool. Pre yesteryear's uncool is now the coolest thing. Back in high school, if I would have mentioned I like superheroes, probably would have gotten beaten up. Now, if you don't like superheroes, you're gonna get your ass kicked. You don't what? You don't play video games? Fuck you! I'm gonna kick your ass. Like uh, after uh, Endgame came out, um, we do playing a Game Boy. I get my Game my, Boy taken and thrown on the like, ground. Some of my coworkers, uh, they hadn't seen it yet, but I saw it. I was like, all right, well, you know, when you see the movie, please come and talk to me. Exactly. That was so, the same case in my office. So <laughs> when. Uh, one of them uh, had seen it. He comes up to me here, and he literally just walks up to me and goes, "I saw it." <laughs> yeah. movie? Oh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Uh, the same thing was true in my office. It's like we, we were like, we want to talk at Endgame, and we were like, "Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it?" He hasn't seen it yet, so we can't. We can't talk about shot. it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, exactly. So uh, after like pretty much everybody at work went to go see Endgame, everybody at work was essentially talking about it. And the one thing I was like, "Man, what'd you think of Thanos getting his ass whooped by Captain America?" <laughs> <laughs> well, here's 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 one thing I you don't see often. One movie gets everyone everyone talking or not talking about it. There has not been in so long a movie like that. I worked at GameStop at the time. Guy comes walking in the door. Did you see it? I'm like, shake my head. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. So, so he's like, okay, good. And he starts talking about it. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Have you seen it? You look around, make sure there's nobody else. Okay, nobody else is here. Go on. It's like the the fact, the sheer fact that everybody accepted we can't discuss spoilers unless everybody in earshot has seen it. 
and that the people did, held to that. Did you hear in, uh, I think it was China, somebody came out of the, the movie theater spouting off. No, it was in China. It was here in America. I've seen the video. Some dude came. Are you sure? It was, yeah, it was it's, some dude. No, wait, I can't remember if it was Endgame I or... I swore it was another country. It was either Endgame or Infinity War. Oh, it was Endgame. Uh, somebody because came... Because got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, some dude came out of the theater, went into the lo- the uh, the lobby of Lounge, the movie yeah. theater, and just started yelling out spoilers, and everybody ganged up on his ass and beat the shit out of him in the lobby. They didn't drag him out or nothing. They... No, they just wrecked his shit and I... left. Now, I, I don't necessarily approve of them beating the shit out of him, but I, I approve. But I approve that they that they at least tried to silence him. Sam, <laughs> I remember what you said you wanted to do as a joke was you wanted to come out yelling out fake spoilers. <laughs> but now knowing what would have happened if I said anything close to what would have been no. perceived as a spoiler. No, the one thing you asked. told me what you wanted to yell out was, and then Batman comes out with the Justice League. <laughs> That's right, I remember you talking oh, about yeah. that. I just I remember, remember coming. I remember coming home after I saw Infinity War because I saw it like two hours before practically everybody else in the house. And I'm just sat at the table eating eating my eating my dinner. And I just looked up at you guys because you were getting ready to leave. I was like, "You're not ready." And they're like, "No." You were like, "No spoilers." I'm like, "I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just saying you're not ready." And I repeated, "No spoilers." <laughs> now, how, now, how does everybody feel about Tom Holland, who's very? When they released, I think it was the second trailer for Far From Home, he did an intro for the trailer where he was like, if you haven't seen Endgame, do not watch this trailer. And he just loves talking about things. And I love he's such a, he's so, he is well, so enthusiastic, it's like he forgets himself. Well, when, when they were doing he's got the, uh, or something. When they were doing like the... Like, promotional interviews for Infinity War and it was him and Benedict Cumberbatch uh, where they asked the question <laughs> Cumberbatch the second Tom started talking he's like well and then Cumberbatch was like ah da 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 because they had oh, to pair him up with somebody that would be able to um, I would love to see him shut him up over, do some overseeing of how he would speak I, I would. but didn't he he didn't get a full script for that movie no, because that is lying. It was him and Mark Ruffalo. Because Mark Ruffalo messed up. I know exactly where you're going. Now. <laughs> I want to see him and Mark Ruffalo do an interview. That's all. I just want them to do a, a movie together. Oh my god, yes. The Hulk and Spider-Man. Not even the Hulk, just no, Bruce Banner. Because you, know you know that Peter Parker would be talking out about they need Bruce Banner. I've been watching my cartoons. As many times you've seen the Hulk and Spidey crossover, it needs to happen in that movie. Well, it needs to happen, but that's not going to happen as long as Sony is still is still controlling uh, controlling uh, Spider Man stuff. Well, We've also got Universal still has independent the individual rights. No, they so don't. Well, they don't anymore. They lost. Suppose, it. Supposedly, the rights reverted for all the whole characters back to Marvel. God. Oh, well, I heard they were going to do something with Ross. Oh, uh, the, were they going to turn him into the Red Hulk? Yeah, in like the upcoming. Movies. I I don't I didn't hear anything about Red Hulk. I wanted to see them finally bring back Abomination because I want that uh, Gamma Wars movie because they teased and not, not just him the leader. Well, yeah, they teased Hold the on. shit out of the leader at the end of the Incredible Hulk didn't movie, Hulk and we haven't seen shit. Hulk went off and he went on the War Planet and fought. Did he make any other stops while he was out there? Not that we know of. Um, because I want Planet Hulk. Well, technically, when you see the well, whole, Hulk, that, you, they would need to exile him from Earth again. Well, te- well, the, th- the problem is that the armor, the the, the, <laughs> the, the, gladiator, the, armor. the gladiator armor, that is taken directly from Planet Hulk. 
that's basically what they like. Thor Ragnarok is literally Planet Hulk, but on they, they threw they threw Thor. But it, but it was it was on a different. First off, it was on a different planet than what uh, uh, Planet Hulk took place. No, on. I think they still called it Sakar. I it, it may have been. It's been a while since I've since I've looked this stuff up. But uh, they also added a character who was in the comics, but has been used in the comics since, like, the 70s, and that was the Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, Go- Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and he played himself perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> As always, right? He's um, all, literally all he did was put some makeup on him because he's, we, he's weird He's weird enough. As oh, it, as he but he had that robe in his But in the, uh, in, the original, in the original comics, the, the Grandmaster is the one who started the Contest of Champions, which is now a freaking video game. Um, a mobile phone. Oh, no, game. no, it's also okay for him. Um, kind of, and yeah. um, I have many good cards. Uh, and on his little tower that he has is build. all of the stat is like the statues of all the different champions. One's a uh, man thing. One oh, yeah, is Ares, and then one is Beta Ray Bill. Yes, Beta Ray I Bill's head that. is on that. It's the closest thing we were gonna get to seeing him in a seeing him for now. They've confirmed for now. For now, they've confirmed him for the new Thor movie. Beta Ray Bill is going to be in that film. Now is now is Throg gonna be? <laughs> oh yeah, they're back in that too. From what I've heard, uh, they're bring, they're bring back the uh, the two yeah the two the, the two dudes from no not Throg the two dudes from uh, Ragnarok. Oh, um, Korg, Meek, uh, Meek and... Korg and Meek, yeah, supposedly they're back in it, too. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> this one's still Taika Waititi, right? Taika Waititi. If, if it's not Taika Waititi for, uh... Well, no, I don't know if he's directing, but he's oh. obviously going to be... He's going to be Korg. Kind of kind of a loose connection. Taika Waititi is going to be in The Suicide Squad. They don't have a character for him. And John Cena's character is Peacekeeper. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Alright. Continue. <laughs> um, this is something I think we were discussing off... Mike, I can't remember now, but anyway. Um, but, yeah, uh, Love and Thunder, they've already confirmed so much stuff for, like, apparently it's supposedly Chris Hemsworth's uh, last Thor movie. Supposedly. I wish we didn't have the internet, but I'm glad we have the internet. Because if we didn't have the internet, we wouldn't have to have the, these kind of conversations. Like, I think he's in this movie. I, I just want to be surprised. That's one of the things Until about Until the trailer them. comes out, well, you won't be see, surprised. See, here's anymore. the kicker, though, is uh, for Beta Ray Bill, the reason why he has you know, his own hammer, the Thor powers and everything, is because he and Thor were duking it out uh, outside of Beta Ray Bill's ship, which is housing like the vast majority of his people because they're, they're refugees. Uh, because he kind thinks... Kind of like the Asgardians at one point. Base, it's basically like that. Beta Ray Bill thinks Thor is a threat because he doesn't know who the hell he is. So they're duking it out, and um, Odin summons Thor back during the fight and brings both of them to Asgard. And it turns out Beta Ray Bill is able to lift Mjolnir. And so he's like, well, you know, we can't just give you Mjolnir. So they said they give him his own hammer, which is uh, Stormbreaker. Which I found weird that they put it in the movie, like... Stormbreaker. Damn, isn't that Bay Bills? <laughs> so I'm thinking that what's going to happen in this is... He's going to pass off the hammer. He's going to pass off Stormbreaker to Beta Ray Bill, and because apparently, uh, what's, his, what's her face, play Padme from the prequel Star Wars films... Uh, Did we talk about those? No. Okay. 
they're not considered. The prequel the, shall not be spoken. The, the prequels, the Star Wars stuff is not. I don't consider shared universe because it all says Star Wars. It all says Star Wars. Do we not talk about? Like, we don't talk about the third Venom movie ever. That doesn't exist. Spider-Man Three does not exist. See the reason why I said Sony messed up three Spider-Man films in a row? Doesn't exist. And not Venom. And heavily disappointed me. Well. There's there there are reasons behind that. <laughs> that was uh, studio interference on the third. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. That. Heavy yeah. studio interference. Um, oh, is, can we can we get the same Rami cut of that? There's an edit editor's cut of Spider-Man Three. It's on Voodoo. Hmm. Yes, well I'm advertising. Uh, <laughs> if you have that, so we can. No, watch I that. don't. You bastard, you. Yeah, I know who my dad is. Shut up. <laughs> um, but. Um, uh, yeah, I think that, like I said, I think that what's going to happen is Jane is going to somehow get, like, maybe Mjolnir is going to get rebuilt for the movie, uh, because that forge from Infinity War is still there, so I think that he's going to get... maybe they find some way to get, uh, Tyrion's, uh, fists freed from the metal oh, or whatever. Oh. He's the last of his kind, isn't he? Uh, Dinklage, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, because They Thanos, killed all the others, yeah. Because Thanos killed every, all, every, everybody else, but... Because he didn't want anybody to, else to... Well, one, he did it to threaten him. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, and to prove that I was like, oh, okay, well, now, so I don't want anything else to <coughs> be able be to a- make something that can counter my counter my gauntlet, mm-hmm. which or, is sorry, which gauntlet. is which ended up being Stormbreaker because he tries to shoot it with the uh, the Infinity Stone beams and Stormbreaker just goes la di da 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 boom right in the chest. Should have gone for the head. <laughs> and then it was an end game. What did you What did you do? Went for the head. Um, <laughs> he sure shit did. Yeah. Well, first that, he went for his re- arm, then he went for the head. That removes the threats, then take off the head. <laughs> when that happened in theaters, it was like <gasps> the entire audience just lost their shit when his head went rolling, and I heard no lines after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you heard good, was good and bad experiences with the movie theaters. Uh huh. First time seeing it, you don't have to worry about spoilers and whatnot. But if it's a comedy, has any kind of remotely close to funny lines, you'll never hear the next two lines. Oh, like in um, Dark Knight. No, no, no. I'm getting to that one. Avengers, when Thor or, or Hulk beats the shit out of Loki, <laughs> and everyone's yeah. cheering. Everybody, and then I had to, I, I saw that movie oh, twice. I went yeah. to see that movie twice in theaters, and both times. Now there was a little bit of a gap. There was like a three, four week gap between the two of them. And I figured I'd go back when there's maybe a little less people, whatever, a little it was less Friday. Freaking still packed, and I and both times people were sitting there cheering and laughing. So I didn't know what the hell Hulk said till after I bought the movie. And now, like what you said about Dark Knight, where uh, uh, Joker kills the one dude with the pencil, and he Ah, goes, goes, "Ta-da, it's gone." (laughs) Same thing. It was like I saw that three times in theaters and never got to hear it. Not until you saw it. This is one of the reasons why I like the cheap theaters. Now here's here's the reason why I like what we're doing right now. Just release them at home, please. I can hear it. I could also go to the bathroom when I want. I don't have to worry about screaming <laughs> shitty kids. My personal favorite, I'm going to get kicked in the back of the head constantly by a little five-year-old black with I, I don't get that when I sit in the very back of the theater. I can't get that at times. I get the unluckiness. That's why I go with you guys. So you I don't can, get the unluckiness. You can reserve seats. Now, in the back of men, you couldn't. Oh, that's true. Little Jimmy. <laughs> Next time you need to, you need to bring Ike and Mike and Ike's with you and throw them at him. It's like here's some jimmies for you, Jimmy. Now um, I heard uh, supposedly for uh, the next Doctor Strange film, and I don't know which one they're gonna bring into this. I know that one was already introduced through Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider. 
Oh, I don't know. It's which not. One it's not Robbie Reyes. It's, I, I know. It makes me so sad. Robbie Reyes was the second one, right? Third. Well, if we're counting, all right. So, I'm, if, I'm we're, if we're not counting, twice. if we're not counting the original Western version, which is the Phantom Rider, uh, it's Johnny Sam Blaze. <laughs> it's uh, Johnny Blaze. Uh, it's Dan Ketch, and I guess we could count Vengeance. Also, I'm not really sure. He's more like an anti-Ghost Rider where he has his own thing against Ghost Rider, but it's the Dan Ketch version. Uh, but Robbie uh, is supposed to be like the third Ghost Rider, essentially. Also, if we're not counting the Wait, 29... Wait, they said they're not going to be using Robbie Reyes? Uh, I think it's the Dan Ketch version. It's I, either the Dan Ketch or the Johnny Blaze version. I think Johnny Blaze gets the spirit of vengeance back after Robbie. Well, I know in the, uh, in the comics... Uh, the two, Johnny Blaze's Ghost Rider and Robbie Ray's Ghost Riders both meet. Johnny beats the shit out of Robbie's Ghost Rider and tells him he's like, you're a spirit of vengeance, but I'm not a true spirit of vengeance. Now, granted, yeah, you do have that little scene in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where Robbie is giving the backstory on, and the episode is called The Good Samaritan, if anybody wants to check it out. It's probably the best season for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in my opinion. I will pause you for one second. What? This is the best Ghost Wire out there. Live action wise. CG was beautiful. I heard it fell off after the first uh, showing of them. No, he's... he's, The reason why they they couldn't afford it. It it was like $3,000 just to animate him. Seriously, I have to show you the animation of him transforming into Ghost Wire after this. It was beautiful. Uh, That's what scares me about stuff when they say we're not going to use any of the characters that they weren't... were already established in other mediums, like the TV shows. And I'm like, why? Because it feels like a waste. It shows how good it is, mm-hmm. but then you can't get him in full effect anymore in a movie. Well, if you, like, Arrowverse, you just kill your person, Deadshot. Deathstroke. <clears throat> they didn't kill him, they just wrote him off. No, oh, no, Deadshot died. No, no, I'm talking about, no, Deathstroke. No, oh, yeah, he walked off. Well, he also lost his powers and found his son. He, he found family. Yeah, but you, know, you can kill. He, him. he found redemption, basically, is what you're calling. Um, sort of, sort of. I, I feel like Deathstroke was wasted in the Arrowverse. I'm sorry. But so this is this is a good segue into the Arrowverse. Yes, Again, we were getting we tried, way, we, we tried to we tried to go there. And we then, were getting way off topic by mentioning stuff of movies that haven't uh, come out that really only have ties to one universe. Yes, yeah. you see, it, like unless you do what Chris told me, which is. The multiverse has the DC universe and and the Marvelverse. So in the comics, Sam, you were telling me about uh, Lockjaw. Uh, one of his little teleportation things. Whenever he teleports, he not only teleports from like one area to another on a planet, but he can also like travel. I think he's cross dimensional. He's cross. That he's apparently cross dimensional because it showed what it looks like from his point of view when he teleports, and it shows this like Doctor Who tunnel. Um, and if you look close enough, one of the, and it shows, like, different, like, areas that he could go to in terms of, like, multidimensional, uh, one of them is the DC universe, and they kind of confirmed this when they did their whole crossover, like, the Amalgam comics? No, not the Amalgam, this is before that. The Versus. The, uh, yeah, uh, where it was... Which caused the Amalgam to happen. Um... Where it was basically uh, like the gods or whatever the the the, the, the universes the eternals the eternals that's it um like the there were eternals for both Marvel and DC they apparently know each other and one is like 
oh, well, our universe is better than yours or whatever. It's like, oh, really? Bet. Um, it was, if I remember from reading from reading that, it was wasn't so much that they that they they both thought they were they they were alone. Then they saw one another and felt like threatened by the, by their very existence. And it's like if and so thus they started clashing because of that to, to figure out who had supremacy or whatever, which one deserved to exist instead of the other. And by the end of it, they realized we can be similar but distinct and unique, and that's fine. And so they basically peaceably part ways. Yeah, um, but I, I don't really know the full story. I know that when it came to like the characters fighting, they let the fans choose who won. Like They did Wolverine versus Lobo, and Lobo won. They did Superman versus Hulk. I don't know who won that one. Superman. Superman won. Superman won. Okay, we got God versus a rage machine. A God would win this. I'm sorry. I would think that uh, Red Hulk might have been a little bit better. Red Hulk, the angrier, angrier he gets, the more... The hotter he burns. <laughs> the hotter he burns, the also he doesn't he emit gamma radiation as he well. He does. So how long till that actually affects Superman? Uh, if, well, I mean, he, if it can affect Superman, I mean, he absorbs solar radiation like a sponge. So mm. I don't know. Would gamma radiation treat him differently, similar to there are gamma different... rays in space? I know, but similar to how a different how uh, it would affect a human, for instance, or or like, like radiation in general. Crypt- styles of kryptonite, not just green, there but red go. and blue and black. There's, there's well, a, there's then a, it really mm. depends on which one it is. Like I know, I think red. Uh, what was the Supergirl episode That's the where she was she, where she was affected by what was it red kryptonite? She has, no, there's no different forms of kryptonite in Supergirl. Yes, small girl, all the way. Through. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No no no. There was the episode where they literally paid homage to Superman three in one of the episodes where they literally recreated a scene from Superman three with Supergirl. And that was where she was sitting at the bar, and she was, like, flicking peanuts. It's literally almost shot for shot from Superman 3, where he was doing the same thing. The only two walks I can remember off of Supergirl are the Kryptonian walk and the Black walk, which made the bringer of death come in. I'm trying to remember that, because it doesn't help that there's so many of these shows that it's hard to keep track of everything. Well... This now allows us to transition to Arrowverse again. For the third and final time. <laughs> um, so, what are we talking about Arrowverse? What specifics are we talking about? I don't know. I start, mean, start us where it started going downhill. Uh, which season, season three of Arrow. <laughs> oh okay. So, I have not seen any of the Arrowverse stuff. I think I've, I've seen, seen like, like two episodes of Arrow. I've seen two seasons. I would say that we, we've, we've been in multiple conversations where I said, I go, I will give a show a few episodes. Arrow is one of the very few shows I gave a whole season to. Because season one was nothing but dialogue. Here, let me give you up to the story. Exposition. Let me, yeah, let me give you reasons why I do this. They had a little bit of fight sequences in it, but it was mainly character development to the T. See, like, I, I remember in season one... A little like, bit's fine, but, like, but dedicating an entire episode or three... Is is overboard? Yeah, I, I remember in the first, like uh, season one. I remember the other like villains from the comics that they introduced. They introduced Bronze Tiger, who was played by Spawn himself, Michael J. White. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, they introduced awesome. the character of China White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember they also introduced Deadshot. Uh, and was he in, was he in, was he in season, season one or season two? I don't remember. Two. 
But uh, well, they also some, oh, yeah. they also introduced uh, Huntress, mm-hmm. um, who again was wasted in that. Um, well, season one, anything that was majorly good was wasted because they were just using it for character development points. Pretty much. Because uh, they were like, oh, hey, fans. Island. You could I, call that flashback season finale. Um, flashback Island? Yes. Literally. <laughs> um, I remember when they said that they were going to stop it with, stop the flashbacks with like, season four. <laughs> so let me explain this. And this one, I love laughing. You hear me laughing. Yes, they literally had to blow up the freaking island so there's no more flashbacks <laughs> to this place. But was that a was that a fan that submitted that? It's like, hey, could you guys stop this shit? They did yeah. not remember their lesson though. Instead of going flashbacks, we went flash forwards and started doing things from the future. Well, yeah, because through his flash. daughter's point of view, who I swear is she going by Green Arrow or Artemis? I swear to God, she goes Artemis. I'm killing the writers myself. <laughs> she goes by Green Arrow. I'm gonna kill the writers myself. Because you forget, and uh, this is what makes me so sad, especially what with about Star Speedy? Girl. Speedy was our, was his sister. Yes. Speedy and Arsenal were two different characters. Speedy was his uh, drug-using sister, and uh, Arsenal was... Speedy was a drug user? Yes, she uh, almost died due to a vertigo. You can't see the little ha- smile on well, that's, that's right really, there. That's literally the reason why, in the comics, why hey, Speedy was called... that coke. Yeah, I don't know if it was coke or if it was, it was vertigo. some... It was vertigo. It was Vertigo? It was Vertigo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Count Vertigo, who is a Green Arrow villain, was wasted in this show. Well, which version? Because there's three of them, remember? No, I just remember the one. Because you, every time Vertigo came up, it was the drug Vertigo. Besides season three, where I was like, and now there's a guy who actually has Vertigo powers. Okay. The guy with the Vertigo powers, yeah. Here we go. Let's start you off with square one. Should this be a new episode? No. <laughs> well, we've still got it. We've still got it. Um, because he, he's been holding on to this. For yeah. Okay. We're gonna let him finish his rant before we before we cut it off here, so we don't so we don't interrupt him. Well, we, we can just no, go ahead. Go ahead. Arrow was known for no superpowers. Arrow was known uh, for just being skill based, pushing yourself to limits. That's why costume vigilantism and costume villainy, rather than. Even with the villain in season two being Deathstroke, he was not a super villain. He was given drug enhanced powers to make him the way he was. Which you know, some people might say is superpowered, but it's still like within the limits of human human capability. That that actually is accurate with the comics because he was part yeah. of a uh, experiment, but I think he was the only one who survived it. Yeah. Similar to like the Super Soldier, wasn't it? Yes. Something like that. And he uh, he put his uh, daughter son. No, it, no, no. It was also it was, Lady it was his daughter. <clears throat> Lady Deathstroke. Oh yeah, that's why. No, that would have uh, been through the same program, and she was she survived it, and uh, she took on the name Ravager, where her first mission as Ravager was to kill the original Ravager, which she does. And then she basically just takes his name and, like, her own version of Deathstroke's outfit where instead of, like, the full helmet, it's the same colors, but instead of the full helmet, it looks more like a... Bandana. Think, think, think Raphael's bandana and the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. Why not just... Oh, like the the full head bandana. Yeah. That's more like um, Iron Fist. Yeah, Yeah. like Iron... Or like Iron Fist. Or like Daredevil's... uh, thing in the in the show. The other Something thing I should like, not ever think of ever, Iron Fist, God why. Keep, oh, going, the TV keep show? going with Arrowverse, the Net- we'll bring that up the, later. The, the Netflix uh, 
the point the point of superpowers was introduced when they brought Grant Gustin no, not Grant Gustin Grant no. Gustin yeah, I can't remember his name it's Flash's name the same Barry Allen thank you that's when they brought Barry Allen as a non-meta keep this in mind he this has no powers when, at this point when they when they introduced him in Arrow he was just Barry Allen he didn't have the Flash powers yet and that's they left the, they did the episode because I swore they did this in the episode where they show him get his powers, and then the next episode was when they did the Flash was the next day. They, that's when they started doing the side-by-side shows. And from that point on, when you had metas in the franchise. Yeah, because they were trying to make the make Arrow to be grind, kind of like what... Sort of grounded. Sam, I know, Sam, I know you're going to hate me for saying this, but they were trying to make it about as grounded as the Nolanverse. Which is true. Because in the Nolanverse... Oh my god! Um, yeah, it was supposed to be nobody with powers. Mm-hmm. Like even Bane, like even Bane, Bane who is. It wasn't even just no one with powers in the Nolanverse. It was even they never saw Mask of Zorro. There was no other superheroes. Yeah. So they didn't even go to the Mask of Zorro, just further proving that they weren't going to add any kind of other verse or thing. And I understand that. I get that. It's just that. They're trying to ground certain characters in the Nolanverse that shouldn't be grounded, or not using characters that are grounded, and never use them. There was a trail, there was a fan-made movie that came out, to continue the Nolanverse, which had Red Hood in it. It's like Batman's gone, Red Hood took the mantle, and you had Nightwing in it. It's like, there you go, there's, there's your ground still, keep it like that. Anyway. You were saying oh, about that Arrowverse. Pretty, that was pretty much my way. Okay, was, so you're finished. Season two was when they, they brought in. Season three is when they start bringing the medals, and we're going to leave it at that, and we'll continue the rant in another ramble cast because <laughs> we're coming up now on uh, close to an hour and a half. So we should summarize summarize a few things here. We'll we've clearly got enough we can do for another for another ramble cast on shared universe stuff. Not necessarily still on DC and Marvel. Maybe we can talk some other. Some other well, stuff we in will there. Continue the but we, uh, you know, and we'll continue talking. We'll talk the whole one on pretty yeah. much DC, <laughs> and then after that, we can do the other ones. What we haven't even <laughs> well, there, there's, well, there's the MonsterVerse, which is the that's God- this, huh? The MonsterVerse? No, no, that's Godzilla. No, oh, you, no, I thought when you meant the MonsterVerse, you meant the one that was supposed to be. The Dark the Universe. Zombie. That's the Dark Universe. Okay, the Dark Universe, which was which the, the mummy, mummy yeah. started, uh, and. Was a perfect Quotation example. started. Was a perfect example of trying to front load too much, but um, well, there. Okay, so there's the monster verse. Uh, there's uh, yeah, the dark universe. Um, there's other ones that exist also, like the, the X Files with the lone gunman. There's the um, Unbreakable. Yeah, that one. First. Which it was only those three movies though. Mm-hmm. Which it's funny because of how long it took to get. Um, Split, and split out, um, and then Glass came out shortly, like a couple of years after that. Because mm-hmm. I know that was Shyamalan's, like that was like his thing. He wanted to do that because he wanted when he put Unbreakable out, he wanted to make his own superhero film. Uh, which the best, the, the another case of that is Sam Raimi's Dark Man. Which same thing. There's no comic. There's nothing. Uh, but it was supposed to be comic book like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. No, but, there, there isn't. You know, um, but yeah, so we got the we got those. Um, 
what other shared universes can we think of? Uh, well, I also want to do like the of course you know the, the original uh, uh, Universal Horror. Yeah, because that was its own universe. Because One of the they earliest did. cinematic universes there was. Exactly, and it's not like we're we're just pegged down by existing universes. Like exactly, what are what would we like to see? What Robocop and anything? Robocop and Terminator. I did have I I've, I've, I've been, Robocop Terminator and Judge Dredd. Technically, Robocop and Judge Dredd. You know, while we're on talking on that, you know, Chris and I have discussed doing a ramble cast so he could talk about this fan. So fan idea the, the, that he had. Okay, so uh, we might need to save this for another. Yeah, we can at least here. tease it here, but so okay, so there's there's one that I was reading about. Um, uh, it, it, it's in regards to Predator and Terminator. Is that uh, in Predator? Uh, they said that when they sent in like several teams to go and look for this. Uh, this councilman or whatever who had his own little like group or whatever, and that's when they find that they were all skinned uh, by the predator. Um, and uh, you know, it's like nobody's come back from this jungle area because you know everybody that every single team that they send in disappears. Right. Um, okay, now I remember where you're going. But Dutch's team, everybody gets wiped out except for him. And uh, so, oh, no. so they took Dutch <laughs> and modeled the uh, the the look of the Terminator off of him because he was the only because he was the survive, only he uh, was the only one to survive. Um, now, what happens to Dutch after that? Nobody really knows. Uh, correction: They do know because it's now in that new t- Predator game. Have fun with that. We the Predator uh, Hunting that, Ground. That, that's literally just a game. It's like saying Friday the Thirteenth game is canon with the movies. You just said, so why not? Uh, <laughs> no, but the one I was thinking about was uh, your uh, Dread and Mad Max. Well, see, idea. so so. Um, but again, that's something we can save for a future ramble cast, so you can talk more at length about the whole idea that you had. Yeah, uh, you know that Dread and uh, or Judge Dread and Mad Max take place. In, I'm talking about Dread, Dread, the one played by Carl Urban takes place in the same universe as Mad. We're Max. not talking about Sly Stone. I am the law. <laughs> um, and that you know, like a lot of these, a lot of those movies do take place in like this, because there's a there. It's not just mine. Uh, I was reading of like fan theories yeah. that movies like Predator, Terminator, RoboCop, Mad Max, Dread, um, and the Alien films all take place in the same universe, essentially. Why not? You know, um, there's, pl- there's, I'm sure there are plenty. There's plenty of fan ideas out there like that. I know you had one that at least that again we'll discuss in a future ramble cast, but. I think we've had a we've had a good little ramble right right here where we've complained largely about what uh, what certain uh, shared universes have gotten wrong. All right, so you provoked me. Now I have to go back into hiding, and then we have to provoke me again for the next ramble cast. <laughs> yeah, so basically. all right, so so movie wise, I'm just gonna ask all of you this: uh, which one is your favorite one, Marvel or DC? DC EU versus the MCU. Which MCU. One? MCU. Unfortunately, I'm going with DC for one reason and one reason only. I like watching the mistakes. That's one thing I wanted to mention, which I never did, unfortunately. Marvel has a cookie-cutter formula. DC trips over his own feet, and I kind of like watching that. They trip and fall on their face quite often. It's enjoyable to watch. It's like watching the kid fall on their face. It's like, the, because they're, they're not trying to be cookie-cutter. Yeah, so, the, so the thing so that is... I, I, well, there's watching that. a mistake and then being able to re-watch Plus, they don't have. They don't. They also don't have Marvel's villain problem. Sam, which one? I mean, it's pretty obvious. MCU. Yeah. 
I, I like a coherent story. And uh, you, Chris? MCU. Uh, there's a cat. There's, there's a butt coming. But, Hold on. <laughs> MCU as the films. Yes. But when it comes to the animated movies, DC's got it locked down. I don't know what their writers are doing. Oh, the, the direct video stuff that they've been doing. With they're the, amazing, with the, and they have a coherent story over how many movies is it? Eight? Fifteen. Fifteen. You fucking kidding me? That, Fifteen. That franchise that ended was 15 off that last That's starting show. with Flashpoint. Was it starting with Flashpoint? Yes. I thought it started with Flashpoint. Because, no, because Batman, um, there was two Batman movies, uh, not Batman, sorry, Superman movies, The Death of Superman. That takes place, one. that takes place after. Really? Really, yeah. that point when, spoilers if you haven't seen it, when he puts, constantly put his head on, hand on Flash, he said, you've only done Flashpoint. No, that was in Apocalypse War. Yeah, um, that was Apocalypse War. He's talking about death and rebirth of Superman. But that that takes place before, so you have Flashpoint. I'm talking was, about, like, the. did they even plan death and rebirth of Superman to be part of this? Um, I don't know. Because um, I doubt they planned on having Because they, they said, they said that they wanted to um, uh, bring that story in, and in all honesty, the way that they did it was they made it work for this particular universe, and it's a much better film than that god-awful Superman Doomsday film. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that thing was horrible. I was so disappointed by that film. Um, DC movies weren't always the best. No, it wasn't. Animated. animated. Um, but the, okay, so... if Okay, then let's put it... DC animated mo- movie-verse versus MCU. Chris? Still MCU. Okay. I, I like more Marvel characters anyway. That's fair enough. And they've, they've done more justice to the characters I, I enjoy. Plus you, plus, you probably grew up watching the Marvel Power Hour growing up where it was Iron Man and Fantastic Four. I still have to stick with this. Because I, I think of the the, main, the funny things, like, for example, when Green Lantern tried this restrain Superman with green chains. No, he did that to Superman. That's what I'm saying. When Green Lantern tried to restrain Superman with green chains, that's why I Oh, yeah, and Superman is just like, chains? You're funny. And then he just breaks them. <laughs> oh. But um, so th- that about wraps it up for this uh, for this edition of the Ramblecast. As I said, we've clearly got enough here. We can do another. We can do another one. To Are we going to do a Ramblecast extended cut? No. no. <laughs> uh, what, what is that? The extra half hour? No. <laughs> no. We'll just we'll we'll do another Ramblecast. On, uh, another one on the shared universes at a at a future at a future date. We, we can call the next one the non-wife edition. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. We didn't plan on having on having Zeke's wife interrupt cut. interrupt uh, this one, but hopefully next time there won't be any interruptions. Actually, right. the editor's cut. <laughs> All right, so next time it'll probably be more about like the MCU and then M- after that MCU and other, and other stuff that we can that we can talk about like the like the Doctor Who verse. We we you and there, I there's like there's we, like there's like two spinoff that. series for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all for future editions of the Ramblecast. So. For Chris, Zeke, and Sam, I'm Jay, and we'll see you next time. To be